Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 183, The Truth About Fireworks on a First Date. Happy Fourth of July to all our Americans out there. <laughs> um, we thought this was a cute title for the Fourth of July, as I'm all you Americans, I'm sure you'll be hearing and seeing lots of fireworks tonight. Um, if you are listening to this, of course, live on the 4th of July, you might be listening to this, you know, six months later or six years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but super pumped to have a, a quick chat about this because fireworks is really the thing that so many women are looking for. And I hear this from women all the time, all the they time come back from a date and they feel alarmed because they didn't feel fireworks. And often we misinterpret fireworks for meaning you've met the love of your life. You've met your soulmate. You've met the ones. So Miss Danielle, I'll let you uh, start this one off. Well, we have to do the full new truth uh, energy of the fairy tale that says fireworks mean you've met the love of your life, right? That you look across the room and you lock eyes and you just know that this is your person or after a first date, you can't keep your hands off each other. And yes, this is the number one thing I hear from women and every single time they're burned. So never have I ever heard a story that goes like this. We had out of this world chemistry on a first date and crazy fireworks. And then we are still together and have a healthy, peaceful, mm-hmm. powerful, you know, relationship. No. No. What goes up must come down. What burn, what sparks on a first date will burn out because it's not grounded in anything. It's a fantasy. It's a story. And I've watched so many women write off really great men because there isn't instant chemistry or fireworks, right? If you're chasing fireworks, you're chasing a fantasy. You're not actually chasing love. You're chasing a drug. And that's what's happening with the fireworks. Your brain is flooded with chemicals because of intense attraction and because of familiarity with your childhood trauma. That's actually why there are fireworks, right? We can't help attraction. Like I want to normalize that. Um, There have definitely been men in my life. If you've been listening to the podcast, I've talked about all of them. The ones that I had crazy chemistry with that didn't end up in relationships or that I couldn't ever be myself because with really high chemistry, that's then the focus, right? Just having sex rather than actually developing deep and meaningful connection and go check out our episode, the truth about attraction. If this is really funky for you, because we go into detail about that in that episode, but you have to be willing to say like, and it doesn't mean you don't can't have passion or attract or chemistry, but fireworks on a first date will burn out 
every single time. And you know what? If you're listening, you freaking know it. You're, you're, you mm-hmm. click this episode because you know that this hasn't been working out for you to yes. chase the fireworks. Yeah. You've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, in, whenever I'm working with a woman and she's, this happens often, um, she, where she's in a, still in a relationship and she's holding on because the beginning mm. was so quote unquote. Oh good, boy. Yes. This. Right. And so there's yeah. like, all of a sudden the relationship becomes like he's avoidant or he's unavailable or he's abusing her, you know, like every case scenario. And she's like, but in the beginning, it was so good. Our chemistry was so strong. Their love was so deep. And Let's think of the archetypes, the fantasy addict archetype, right? What happens when you're in your fantasy addict is the reason you're even getting high is because you're feeding stories. Your mind is going, writing these stories about how, oh my gosh, this guy's so good looking. I'm feeling all these feelings. Oh my gosh, he's successful. Wow. He checks all the boxes. Like we get swept away by love and we get all high and that disassociated, that crazy, passionate, high feeling when we're writing a story in our minds. And then we go home and like that story gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then a lot of women go and call all their friends and tell them the story. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it becomes this raging wildfire. And we mistake that for real love and real love. I mean, is who you are. It's inside of you. And it's you, you get to experience it when you're actually present. So if you are in that disassociated, high, excited state, you're high on the stories that you're making up in your mind about this person because you don't know this person and you are you. And so that's why when women get swept and they get into relationships later and they're miserable or, or, you know, hanging by a thread in the relationship, they're holding on with this, uh, the fantasy of what it was like at the beginning, but that was a fantasy. So when you are building a healthy relationship, we've said this many times before, and I'm getting to experience it now. It's so grounded because if you're, but you have to be anchored inside of yourself. Right. Right. So if you're not actually anchored, if you're not actually grounded in who you are and you're not showing up on dates, knowing how to be present in your body with the regulated nervous system, being able to sit there and actually just be curious about this person and be with yourself and with your own experience, not giving them all the credit for your experience. You're having your experience because you're you and all of those feelings are happening inside of your own body. So if you're not anchored and you're going on dates and you're just looking for this fantasy person, then you're going to get swept by the fantasy and the excitement and the high and the, and exactly what you said, what goes up must come down. It is not supposed to be high. And it doesn't mean you're not going to have intense, beautiful, passionate moments. Right. Like, of course, when you're, you know, making love or like you will have moments where you feel that intensity doesn't mean you can't feel intensity, but there's a groundedness to even that. And so I would say the biggest, um, tip for me, from me, for me, maybe it's for me too. (laughs) The biggest tip from me is to notice what is happening inside of my body and how present am am I to my own experience versus how swept am I by the story? So get out your pen after the date Mm -hmm. and write out, okay, what's my fantasy story about this person? 
write it out, let it all out. You can write a whole fairy tale if you want to. It's a great practice. And then how am I actually feeling? Am I grounded? Am I anxious? Am I like, often we, we confuse our anxiety for excitement. And it's like, we get really excited, but actually underneath that excitement is fear and anxiety of like, oh God, what if I never find the thing? This is the closest thing to the thing. So I got to grab hold make of it, it and right. make, make this the thing because I'm afraid I'm never going to have the thing. And that's what's driving underneath. And underneath that is I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. And all of that is driving this fantasy story. Yes. And, and I think the other journaling is I only look for fireworks when I'm actually not alive in my own life right? Like we know that romantic relationship gets put on a pedestal because everyone's chasing for someone to help me escape from my life. And if you're looking for someone to help you escape from your life, you're not looking for love, right? You're looking for a drug. You're looking for a parent, right? You're you're looking for that, you know, instant gratification, which then you're going to look for somewhere else, right? After it fades. Um, and so that, that is so important. And then, and I want to ground into the relationship with your body because what's true for me with Jamie was it was an adrenaline rush. Like I can still, I, even when I close my eyes and I remember him walking into the gym, like it was a zing, you know, through, through my whole body. And so again, you can't help who you're attracted to. Like that's just biological function, right? Like we're going to be attracted to who we're attracted to. We're going to have attraction on many levels too. Like you might meet someone where you're like not caught up in whether or not they're a future partner for you, but you just have really amazing, you know, conversation. But what consciousness is about and why this is so important in your relationship with yourself is you can see that that's happening and still be grounded, right? It's the part, it's the getting swept by things where you feel like you have no control. And that's the thing that you've heard me say a hundred times that kills me about the fairy tale is we think it means we can't have magic when that's not the case. The fairy tale teaches us that magic is not our own. The magic in love is something that happens to you rather than you're responsible for the magic. Like you are the love, the love that you are has to guide your relationship journey. And the thing why we all get addicted to falling in love is because we forget we have problems when we're falling in love, right? Like we forget, um, we get we get a little mini vacation, right? From life when we're falling in love and in, in the honeymoon phase of a relationship. But a relationship is not about escaping from life. Relationship is helping me get deeper into my life, deeper into myself, learn how to actually partner with someone else and and see who we are when we go through the world together, right? Great sex is not going to sustain a fucking relationship, you know, for the millionth time. And, you know, a grown woman is not looking for a man to help her escape from her life. She's not looking to be saved, right? She's not looking for someone to make everything better for her. She's saying, my life is pretty great. Do you add this already amazing experience that I'm having, right? Or not. And, and not from a, like, you know, prove to me that you're worth it. Like, you know, holier than thou attitude, but just from wholeness, right? From grace and attraction can grow, right? Just not having a spark doesn't mean anything. So also I love what you just offered around the journaling. Also, it's what did go well on the state, right? Cause I've had clients have you know, I do the, I do do the chemistry scale because if you're a recovering fantasy addict or love at love addict, which is a very real thing. If you are having chemistry at eight, nine, 10, you are not going to be authentic. 
the the biological primal prerogative of just having sex with that person is going to override anything around being authentic and honest. So I tell people to look for the sweet spot of six or seven in the beginning, even four or five, because it can grow. So do rate like, okay, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like, I can't function because I'm so attracted to this person. And one being I'm not attracted at all because you can't actually fix that, right? If there's no attraction, it doesn't matter how kind and wonderful they are or how great of a conversation you had. You have to let that person go if you're not attracted to them because you can't force that. But if you can hold from the date and you're like, wow, I... I really enjoyed myself. We had a really good conversation. This was really interesting about him, or I liked that he did that for me. And I don't know if I want to kiss him yet. That is what sets you up for a great second date. And that's true for me. I came home from my date with Andrew being like, huh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel physically, but I know that I really appreciated the way he answered my questions. He really made a ton of eye contact. He was super present. He remembered that I said that I had to be somewhere, of course, in my boundaryless days of having lots of clients. I totally had a client call the evening of our day and I had to be home for the day for that call. But he, I remember him like being mindful of the time and saying, okay, I want to make sure you get home, you know, for your client. Like he was so related. I did not feel a spark, but guess what? Three months later, there was a lot of freaking sparks, right? Yeah, and and exactly. amazing chemistry. And so it's the first date right now that we're talking about, right? Please yes. don't listen to us and think that we are saying you can't have a spark. It's yes. the looking for it right out of the gate. Yes. Then blinds you to whether or not this person has any relationship skills, whether or yes. not you even like them or how they treat you. That I'm so glad you said that and shared that story. That is it. That is it. It's the beginning. It's it's at, if it's at the beginning, it's a flag because this it's is effort. A stranger. No effort. It's a stranger. It's either your wound or your fantasy story that's sweeping yes. you, and the familiarity, like you said before, that is sweeping you because in the beginning, remember you don't know that person, and it's like when you are in a hurry, slow down. That is always your mantra. Oh, I'm in a hurry. Oh, I'm getting really excited. Oh. I'm, you know, that when we get overly excited and then we keep putting fuel on the fire, then it, that's when we get swept away. And I, as you were talking, I was thinking of, I mean, this literally is every show, every movie, every, you know, everything, but I was thinking about sex in the city. I was such a massive set, sex in the city fan. And one of my favorite lines used to be when Carrie Bradshaw is with the um, Russian guy at the end of the show and she, uh, the, the first version of the show, I know they're doing it again now. Um, but she said, I'm looking for love, ridiculous, consuming, inconvenient love. Mm. And she, I remember thinking that's what I want consuming. And I think that is obsession. That's not love. That's fantasy. That's not love. That's not how love feels. Love feels. Love is who you are. And in, I don't know if you've listened to the two-part episode I did on thriving relationships, but it's all about having love everywhere in your life, not just with one person and pedestaling this one mm -hmm. fantasy special relationship. Because if you are seeking that one big fantasy, fiery, special relationship, that is going to rob you from your own soul. That's going to rob you from having a life that's deeply nourishing to you. You get to experience love everywhere you go. You get to experience love in all your relationships. It's not going to happen in every moment, but it's who you are at the core. It's your heart, like your heart. When you're living from your heart, you get to experience healthy 
thriving love in your friendships, in your sisterhood. And then when you go on these dates, it's like, like you said, like if you are not already satiated in your life, if you're starving and you show up on this date and you're exhausted from work and you hate your job and you hate your friends and you, you know, hate America or wherever you in the world you live and you, 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 you have this empty feeling and then you're going on a date and you're like, oh my God, I felt fireworks. Hey, that's a flag, right? You need to be full inside of yourself in order to even like, that's your practice from the new truth podcast over and over again. We'll tell you your practice is how can like start to question your life and like, what do I do in my life? What do I have in my life? What do I experience in my life? That feels good that feels nourishing, that feels satiating, that feels fulfilling and in, and pleasurable and enjoyable. Start putting your attention there so you're going on these dates full already and not empty. Because if you are empty, it is a dangerous recipe for the firework disaster relationship where you are going to be looking for this person to fill something in you that nobody else can fill for you. It's going to be a multitude of experiences, places, people, and things in your life that activate all parts of you and feed all parts of you. It's not just going to be one person. So if we're looking for fireworks, I mean, it is a program. Just pay attention when you're watching shows, pay attention to the bachelor. They go on these insane dates and they're like, Oh my God, I'm in love. And it's like, yeah, you think you are. Cause you're high on the fucking helicopter ride. And the like insane private island that you're having dinner on and you're probably not even really high you're probably just they probably gave you a lot of alcohol and you're you're actually high right because there's also camera guys like none of that's real but we watch these shows and we think this is what it's supposed to look like and and love grows over time that's how you know it's healthier it gets better over time it and it was the same with my partner and I who I'm with now when we when I first met Patricio we were um we our first date was eight hours we talked for three weeks before we went on our first date because I got bit in the face by a dog at the same time so our first date was prolonged but we had we went for dinner and for coffee for eight total of eight hours, but I still wasn't hot. I was like, maybe at like you and Andrew, I'm like, well, that was a nice conversation. I really enjoyed talking to that guy. He's really interesting. And, and, and like, wow, our conversation flows, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't like, my body wasn't like, oh my God, I want to eat his face off. Like, <laughs> but I like <laughs> get in bed right now. And then, but, but our chemistry in bed is amazing, but it, it's, I didn't know that right away because it was grounded and it was connected. But if you are chasing highs in your life, chances are you're not grounded and connected in your body, in yourself. And that needs to be the practice and the devotion and the commitment. Because if you want healthy, fulfilling, meaningful love, meaningful relationships, you got to take responsibility. I mean, new truth every single episode, but you got to take responsibility. That's the only way. And I, and I, how many times can we talk about how many people are dating from make me feel better? Yes. Men, men are doing it too. Like this is, this is what's happening and why dating is so shitty for so many people is because it's sent, it's sign on to an app, make me feel good about myself rather than I feel good about myself and let's see what's out there. And I don't have big reactions to people aren't, who aren't a match, right? I'm not looking for fireworks and it's the taking responsibility for your experience is about taking responsibility for your well being. 
right? If you are exhausted all the time and super busy, and then you show up on a date, of course, you're going to be looking for fireworks because you're going to need a pick me up, right? Again, like looking for a drug, you're using people. That's why dating is hard for people because people are being used. Right. And, uh, the, the final thing I'll say is that, and I, with your story too, great sex is a result of great emotional intimacy, right? Like breaking the fairy tale narrative is thinking that great sex only happens as a result of chemistry that requires no effort rather than when I bring myself, like the experience of relationship is having my full self be experienced and my other, and my partner's having that too. Right. And if you're swept by chemistry, you're not paying attention to how you're talking. You're not paying attention to how somebody treats you. Right. You're just chasing a high. And so there is a way out. Like this is what the inner work is about. This is what breaking free from the fairy tale is about. And hopefully you can ground yourself and help your friends. Cause how many women are sitting around a table talking about looking for the spark, right. Or saying, well, I didn't feel anything. So I don't want to go out with him again. Like that's what kills me is how many women stay single as a result of chasing the spark and letting, and passing by really great part potential partners, so you, you get to, you know, lead the way and, and bring your friends on the podcast. You know, I was had a, a client a couple of weeks ago who was like my entire group of friends, right? We all listen. And then we talk to the episode. And that of course is everything to Kate and I, that's why we're doing this. That's why we started the podcast because we wanted to plant, plant seeds in the hearts of women all around the world with what is possible for them. And you can date differently. So that's it. Yeah. For me. So important. Um, and the last thing I'll say is I'm glad you brought up sex. Cause I think even all the women who are addicted to the firework sex, the hot, Ooh, we had the best sex of my life. And I hear this from clients all the time. And it's like some super toxic guy. And it's like, are you actually, so ask yourself this, because in my experience, the, what I thought was the best sex before was performative. It was yes. disembodied. Yes. I was not in touch with my sensuality. It was all about like, it's it almost like on paper, it looked hot and sexy and, and, and passionate and intense, but I, and intense, but I wasn't actually feeling it. And so, and then I think about this, the best sex of my life that I'm having right now. And it is so intimate and emotional and I'm so in my body and so sensual. And that's not something that just happened by me. Like I had a lot of healing I had to do. I had a lot of, you know, learning how to be present in my body, nervous system regulation. Like if you aren't currently really in touch with your senses, your sensuality, or you're not present in your body and and able to like slow down in the experience, there's something going on and some deeper healing that's, that's required, but it is so much more, um, satiating and meaningful and fulfilling this, this experience. And I'm so happy to be, and I'm sure it'll just keep growing. Like as we grow all of our areas of our life, everything we experience, we get to have a more expansive meaningful, deeper version of it, the deeper we go into ourselves. So that's what you get to look forward to. And, and, you know, fireworks, enjoy the 4th of July fireworks, enjoy (laughs) new year's Eve fireworks, you know, go to Sydney, Australia for new year's Eve one year and see the fireworks off the Harbor bridge. You know, there are amazing fireworks shows to watch and, you know, experiences to have, if you want to experience these parts of yourself, but when you're chasing it with, uh, love it's 
going to burn out. It's going to burn out unless that's what you want. You get to choose. You get to choose. So as always, share this with the sister in need um, who you know is chasing the fireworks and spread the word. We'll see you in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and a happy 4th of July for Americans out there and love (laughs) you. We'll see you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.